Here's a question for you. What do comedian Dan Aykroyd, football player Baker Mayfield, and musician and actor Miley Cyrus all have in common? Aside from being famous, each of these well-known figures has publicly admitted to believing in or having had encounters with UFOs. Today we'll be profiling another celebrity who not only believes in extraterrestrial life, but has devoted their career to the pursuit of that fact. Join us tonight as we discuss the musical and paranormal pursuits of Tom DeLonge. That's today on Hey Strangeness. Are you a firm believer in extraterrestrial life? Do you want to experience your own close encounter? Are you tired of people like Whitley Stryber and Barney and Betty Hill lording their abduction experiences over you like they're so much better than everyone else? Then try Abduction Buddy. It's easy. First, download the app on your mobile device. Create a profile, then customize your profile with your abduction preferences. You can select your alien race of choice, be they greys, reptilians, insectoids, or even Scandinavians. In fact, you'll have a full tool set of customizable options, including probing, being levitated out an open window, having your memory erased, being harassed by the men in black, and suffering inexplicable injuries and exposures to radiation. And with full social media integration, you never have to worry about anyone questioning your abduction story. Abduction Buddy will automatically tweet, post, stream, and email all of your friends, family, and local media outlets all the details of your abduction experience. The app even features a map that you can use to track your interstellar craft while it's en route to whisk you away. Abduction Buddy. Warning, no one should use Abduction Buddy. Abduction Buddy is not responsible for loss of life, disappearance, bodily harm, or madness resulting from the use of Abduction Buddy. Thank you for tuning into Hey Strangeness. My name is Aaron. And I'm Sarah. And this is episode 15 or 16? I have no idea, but honestly, I think I've only listened to like five of them. <laughs> You've listened to five? Mm, yes. I didn't think you'd even listen to that many. Yes, I think. Okay. Today, Sarah, today, are you, are you, are you as enthusiastic for this topic as I am? Because I'm very enthusiastic about this. I mean, I guess I am. I don't think I'm excited, um... For the exact same reasons as you. Okay. Um, but yes, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. What reasons, for what reasons, are you excited? <laughs> for what reasons, my lady, doth your enthusiasm spark? Um, I think I'm more excited to talk about music. Okay. Um, and I guess like to talk about how much i enjoy seeing your passion um Aww. for this topic this is a really good one i'm excited Puppy. for that <laughs> you're so nice to me <laughs> you're cute um although i do appreciate why I, I already know i mean i already know why um you're so excited so i just why we are excited why we're excited not that i speak for you but i'm just saying like i know that both of us are excited oh yeah i just i'm more excited about like again seeing the passion and the for you to kind of get this out. I'm excited. Yeah, I really need to get it out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> no. My, my co-workers uh, will tell you <laughs> I need to get this out of my system. Uh, I mentioned it at work and it was really funny because uh, one of the kids who's kind of into, um, uh, 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 you know, older emo music has like, when I mentioned we're doing an episode on Tom DeLonge, he was kind of like, what? What? He's like, me too. Come Why? on. Yeah. So Aliens. here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> If a person is into older emo music and into the paranormal and 
if a light bulb does not immediately go off over their head when you hear Tom DeLonge, well, that's the thing. I don't think it we does. Need to help with I, that. I, he was kind of confused for a second. He was like, "Well, why Tom DeLonge? You know what? Mm-hmm. Blink One Eighty Two." And I was kind of like, "He, yeah, he. I mean, had a big part in in all those UFO videos that yes. were released, and like it was kind of cool that I got to like explain to someone who was into his music, like this is something that's yeah. also attached to him that he's trying to praise the maker for tom DeLong, for he has delivered us from the darkness of ignorance (laughs) and in his glorious light we shall find knowledge um yes we're talking about tom DeLong of blink 182 uh and angels and airwaves and the to the stars academy which we will talk about more as we go um but let's let's talk about mr DeLong's background let's Mm -hmm. pick into that a little bit you know Mm -hmm. he was born in 1975 uh, grew up in the suburbs in California. He was a surfer and a skateboarder. And I actually, um, I'm going to look this picture up so I can show it to you. Uh, look at him pulling off this sick vert. Look at this. Cool. So he wasn't like a guy with a skateboard. He was a skateboarder. Like, I can't do that. I can't I, do I that. mean, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, he was, uh, that's, uh, you've seen Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's but that's su- what I'm that's, saying. That's Southern California skateboarding style. That's, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, cool. that's Tom DeLong is a legit ass skateboarder and surfer um, before he even became a musician. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, he formed the band Blink One Eighty Two, which, if you don't know who Blink One Eighty Two is, I don't know what the what the f- doing listening to us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we are products of the '90s. Go listen to Blink One Eighty Two and then come back. Um, <laughs> Uh, very successful in Blink-182, won awards, you know, did a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, formed the side project Boxcar Racer, which only lasted for about a year. Uh, but I remember Boxcar Racer. I do too. What songs did they have? Um... Gosh, I'm going to look. I'm going to look. I don't remember. Box I think I have one of them. Car Racer. You probably do. Um, there is I Feel So, Letters to God, and I, Cat Like Thief. Okay, well, this is copyrighted yeah, have, yeah, music, you have to so take that out. yeah, I'll probably have to distort it or I should have learned how to something. play something. Um. I'm just saying, like uh, Tom DeLonge, highly successful musical personality, made tons of money. Absolutely, uh, yeah, was at the forefront of the MTV media entity as it was when you and I were uh, teenagers. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I'd agree uh, with that. Yeah. Like there was not, there was not a year. That's probably six... a little too young. I was like 12, 13. I mean, their first album came out when I was nine, Blink-182. Okay. And then, yeah. like I said, I remember them in American Pie and American Pie came out like, what, 2001? Yeah. Well, so you like, also, I, you I, also watched like a shit ton of movies that were totally not appropriate for your age bracket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I probably watched it at a too young age, but yeah, they were, um. That was a good band. They were in American Pie. Yeah. So Tom DeLonge, Blink-182, has been a part of your cultural education for... I wouldn't say cultural, but like I knew of No, them. yes. Like nine years old. Yes, ten. Modern folklore. Modern... Modern... <laughs> the things that the people listen to and know about. <laughs> what I'm saying is they've been in your orbit. They've been in your brain for a long time. What? Right? Like, just like... Just... Just get, just get a little metaphysical. Just get a little abstract with me here. 
you've you've had Blink One Eighty Two in your mind at some capacity for a long time. Yes. Okay. Same with me. Same okay. with me. How old were you? Do you remember? Uh, I was probably like 12, 11, 12 when I first heard, like, started, like, liking their songs. And, like, uh, yeah. I was younger. Okay. Because I'm a, a wee bit older than you. Just a wee bit older than you, Milas. <laughs> um, I was recording mixtapes off of the radio <gasps> using, using cassette tapes. Using <laughs> cassette tapes. And if you don't know what a cassette tape is, this is terrible marketing. Put me on pause. Go to Wikipedia. Look that shit up. Find out and then come back. Because I realized I was looking through our like uh, follower list the other day. There's a, there's a fair chance that a lot of the folks listening to us do not know what a cassette tape is. Or at least have never used one. Cassettes, man. Right? Doesn't God. that blow your mind? I know. Holy Christ. What hath God wrought? I never thought I would live to be this old, honestly. Oh my uh, God. But anyway, what's my, what's my age again? was the first Blink-182 song I ever heard. And I remember hearing it on 1071.fm, which was kind of the big pop-punk alternative music station in Brevard County when I was coming of age. And I think it it still is. At least it was last time I lived there, 12 years ago. Um, No, 13 years ago. Because we've been together for 13 years. Stop! Stop what? People need to know about that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We've been together for a long time. Wow. Uh, be sure to follow our other channel, which is a uh, relationship advice channel. We'll teach you how to have a good marriage. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's no. Called, it's called no. At Strange no. Marriages. Ew. <laughs> No. No, not really. There is no right way to be married. Um, I just found the girl of my dreams at a very young age. Got very lucky. Uh, Shut up. Don't tell me not to be happy. Stop. No, you stop. You have a pretty face. Um, Okay, so yeah. Tom DeLonge left Blink-182 in 2015, but continues to produce music. Oh, no, wait. I have to go back. Wait, well, you were already talking. We were talking about Boxcar Racer, and we didn't even get to Angels and Weird. We didn't even. Yeah, so I obviously skipped ahead. Okay, so formed the side project Boxcar Racer, which only lasted about a year, and then later formed Angels and Airwaves. (gasps) Began in 2005. So I'm going to be honest. um, I listened to Plus... 44, which was Mark Hoppus's, like, side project thing really heavily, and I Mark did Hoppus. not listen to Angels and Airwaves that much when he first started releasing music. Can we have a brief thing. aside about Mark Hoppus real quick? Sure. Um, yeah, Mark Hoppus recently had a, a cancer diagnosis. Yes. Um, very serious. So our, our thoughts, our hearts go out to Mark and his family and his friends. Um, I just feel, if we're going to talk about Blink-182, yeah. we should mention that. That's um, true, I guess. You know, yeah. Best best of all of our will to uh, Mark Hoppus and his family and his friends. He's fighting He's fighting a pretty serious battle. So, um, you know, I just wanted to mention that. I wanted to put it in there somewhere. Gotcha. Um, but yes, Angels and Airwaves was formed in 2005. Wow. Uh, right? Well, I was 15. <laughs> I was a wee boy. I was a wee boy when Tom DeLonge formed the Angels and the Airwaves. I'm probably going to lean into this Irish accent. No, do it again so you can get a clear one. I think I was laughing in the beginning of it. Hold on. I was a wee boy when Tom DeLonge formed the Angels and the Airwaves. Beautiful. Look, we heard that trill. That trill was beautiful. Okay, keep going. Thank you. I love you. No, keep going. Um, But like... DeLong is a French name. We'll get into that pretty soon. So No wait, pronounce it now in the French in the French accent. Delong Delonge? 
<laughs> Delo? No, I saved it. I saved Wait, the Google. Wait, you should have asked uh, for Jenny. You should have asked for Jenny. Hey, how do I pronounce oh, this I name I should have. I can probably get her on the phone right now and find that out. Do it. Do it's it. It's only 7.30. It's very that's, early. Yeah, that's early. Do it. Okay. Wow, this is so weird. This is so weird. She's probably not going to answer the FaceTime, but if I call her right after, I think she'll answer. <laughs> She's probably going to be like, what the f***? What the f***, you guys? It's 7.30. I have kids. <laughs> Virginie! Hi! <laughs> okay, so I'll just be total. We're, we're recording a podcast right now. It's not live. No one can hear you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the three of us. It's just the three of us. Um, do you know who Tom DeLonge is from Blink 182, the lead singer? No. Okay, well, his last name. That's His last name is DeLonge. D E L O N G E. Um, okay. <laughs> it's a French name, like first century French. How would you pronounce that? Delong, Delonge? Delon? Delon? Delon, I think. Like, do the G and the E kind of drop off at the end? Delon? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So if his name is Tom, it's Tom Delon? I think so. Okay. Okay. I guess just wing it. Okay. <laughs> Well, because you're a native French speaker, and we were, like, oh Googling it, and we were looking up videos on YouTube, and we were like, Sarah was like, why don't you just call Virginie? I was like, holy shit, it's only 7.30. Yeah, I'm going to call Virginie. Yeah, I would say, like, that. So, Tom Delon. Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's what I would say. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Tell Jake bye. I said hi. We'll see you later. Okay, bye. Bye. You did it. You called a French, uh, someone who speaks French. That's so cool. We did. So we called a native French speaker um, and asked her, hey, how would you pronounce this? Delon. Delon. Tom Delon. That's so cool. All honor to Tom Delon. Uh, wow, I don't even remember where we were. We just <laughs> mentioned Angels and Airwaves. Yes. <laughs> so Tom formed Angels and Airwaves in 2005, which yes. overlapped with his involvement in Blink-182 mm-hmm. um, in some fashion for about 10 years. He left Blink for a little bit. Then came back. Came back. And then yeah. left again. Then left again. Yes. Yeah. And the reason he left is the reason we're here tonight. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yes. Uh, so yeah, Angels and Airwaves is still producing music to this day. Mm-hmm. Their most recent I actually album. think they're going on tour soon. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure are they coming here i have no idea about that but i'm pretty sure are they coming, coming anywhere near austin texas because i would really like to go okay <laughs> you can google that and i'll be excited for it um i'm a really big fan of their newest stuff in fact their newest album which was released in 2021 is called life forms okay cool life forms that'll be significant as we go um, but i'm a really big fan of their recent stuff. Paper Thin, which was co-produced with Illenium, uh, Euphoria, Losing My Mind, Fire in a Nameless Town, all incredible songs, all on life forms, uh, except Paper well, Thin. I mean, he was also talking about aliens on Aliens Exist on one of her, the Blink-182. Yes! I mean, like, he's me- I, he's just yes. mentioned it. Okay, that was mentioned? Oh, yes. perfect. Are you I'm looking sorry. at the notes? Or no, just I really intuitive? wasn't. I really wasn't. I was Googling their tour. I legit was just like, hey. You're just that intuitive. That was I'm, the next note. I mean, I read the, the next note. note. I read over the notes, but I just, Miss... I didn't know that's where you were going. I'm so sorry. No, I'm so glad you brought it up. I just... <laughs> Monsieur Delong's love of the paranormal has been in front of us the entire time. Um, in the seminal album, Enema of the State, which was released in 1999, exactly. that, album that album is more than 20 years old. 
Oh my god. I was nine years old and t- my brother used to play it just constantly and I loved I loved it. I loved it. I don't... It's one I, of the best albums there is. I think that's... Is What's My Age Again on that one? N- uh, yes, I yeah. think. Yes. I'm going to look it up right Wait. now just so I can be yes. sure. Yes. And that's uh, 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 Adam's song, All the Small Things. Oh, um, small things. Dumpweed. Like, it's just care. such a good album. Yeah, What's My Age Again is on yeah. Anima of the State. What's My Age Again, and I'll put money on this, I'll fight you for it, I'll die on this hill, is the best Blink-182 song. Um, it, it, it perfectly personifies the confusion of becoming a teenager and then trying to become an adult. And I must straight up tell you, 20-some-odd years after the first time I heard it, I still relate to it. That's cool. Still relate to That's it. That's awesome. And it's probably because I live in 2022 <laughs> and the world's on fire and anyway but no just like brilliant lyricist brilliant music brilliantly constructed stuff we're talking about like you know nirvana but they're still alive and no they're not coming here they're doing europe i knew (sighs) they were going on tour though i remember seeing them so they're not coming to texas no it's europe i'll drive to dallas i'll drive to dallas to see tom delon uh and you guys know how i feel about dallas if you've listened to some of the early episodes of this show um but yes, the seminal album Anima of the State, released in 1999, contains the track aptly titled Aliens Exist. And most recently, on the aforementioned album Life Forms, the track Losing My Mind contains the following verse. <clears throat> Sing it to me. Stop now. What is this bullshit? I said we're not alone, and the government knows it. There's idiots abound, and they're all fucking racist. I'll put us back at ease, because we need more complacence. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> has crossed the so awesome. I love this song. Um, sorry. I really like this song. I was just going to read the part about I said we're not alone. Um, but the whole verse is such good wordplay. Like, such good wordplay. Stop now. What is this bullshit? There's idiots abound. They're all fucking racist. We need more complacence. We're all going to die. Like, you can break out any parts of this verse and it's still goddamn lyrical genius. Mm-hmm. And your boy is a writer, okay? I'm not good at many things, but I'm pretty decent at writing. And mm-hmm. this is just... I would agree. So good. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about his departure from the musical industry. Because he, yes. he's still this a is... part of it. Angels and Airwaves is still active, as mm-hmm. we talked about. But the reason we're here tonight is... UFOs. UFOs. UAPs. Specifically, the To The Stars Academy. Now tell me um, more about that because I didn't know as much about that as like all the information you gave me was new. <laughs> yeah, like everything I've said so far, like you already knew that. Most yeah. most people we're talking to probably already yeah. knew that. Yeah. Hopefully. Especially if they're in our age bracket. If you don't, <laughs> go listen to Blink-182. Hit pause. Go listen to Blink-182. Leave a five-star rating and subscribe. And then go listen to Blink-182 and come back here because if you haven't listened to Blink-182... You're missing out. You're missing out, bro. And you're also going to miss some context here. Um, In 2014, 2014, the year of our Lord, DeLong founded the To The Stars Academy, uh, which is exactly what I want it to be. Maybe what you want it to be. It is an arts and media organization, which also does in the background, and with the majority of their profits, work on getting information about UFOs slash UAPs out there to the public. Mm-hmm. That is their mission. That is what they do. Um, their current advisory board consists of doctors, scientists, former CIA operatives, business people, professors, AI experts, 
and more. Aerospace people, computer people, business people, like just, just this entire array of, of knowledgeable, multi-skilled individuals. Um, we will talk a little bit more about TTS to the stars and what they've accomplished in a little while, but we're going to take a quick, a quick side road, quick side road. Uh, hey, strangeness trivia. How did this thing start? What was it when it first started? Our, what we're doing? No, Hey Strangeness. What was Hey Strangeness at the very beginning? Uh, I'm confused. A book blog. Oh, yes. 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 Your Insta Instagram was a book Insta. We were a book Insta, a bookstagram. Yeah. That was all you. I, I will say. That was well, really You were it. there. You sat next to me. I, I like helped you look over posts. Like That's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> Is this filter good? No. Yeah. No. No, sweetheart. That's a bad filter. Um, Tom is a writer. He's a prolific writer. He has authored and or co-authored several books over the last few years, uh, from 2015 to 2020, uh, having his name as a, as a credited author on at least two publications per year since 2015. I wasn't able to find anything credited from 2021, but I, I, I know he's got a lot of stuff coming. Yeah, he's got some stuff in the works. Mm-hmm. He's got a documentary in the works, actually. So exciting. Monsters of California. We can just side dip on that again. Yeah, Monsters of California is coming out soon. And that is from the To the Stars Academy. Awesome. I don't know exactly what it's about. I am assuming it's cryptids and legends from California. Cool. Um, which, is mer- where mis- which is where Mr. DeLong is from. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um, but Tom has written or co-written several books, including graphic novels, junior fiction, and nonfiction, including my favorite subgenre. I have an entire bookcase devoted to it, uh, UFO slash paranormal nonfiction. He has written and or co-authored multiple volumes over the last few years, as I mentioned a moment ago. Uh, books are published under an imprint of Simon & Schuster, one of the big guys. Cool. They're one of the main book publishers out there. Yeah. Like one of the big guys. Uh, and the primary literary vehicle through which he puts his his information and his ideas out there is uh, Secret Machines. And that's Secret with a K. S-E-K-R-E-T. Um, and this is a project I've become really interested in and really kind of enamored of in the last few months. It is a combination print slash video slash social media project uh, which they plainly state on their website under the description of this project has been put in place to raise awareness about what they refer to as the phenomenon okay. for a new generation. Uh, spoiler, the phenomenon is UFOs, UAPs. Uh, the Secret Machines books consist of a fictional novel, which I've yet to purchase. I should have purchased that one first. That was the first one that came out. Gotcha. Um, and then also a two-part research or nonfiction series, which again... Favorite genre. <laughs> Paranormal spooky nonfiction. Bring all of it to me. I will probably buy it. I'm reading the first volume of the nonfiction series currently. We'll get into that pretty soon. But as soon as I started doing notes on this episode, I was like, oh my God, he has books. There are books. And I started buying them. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm barely fat past the first chapter. Perhaps we shouldn't have recorded this episode until I finished the book or all the books, but... I feel like Mr. DeLong warrants at least an episode, maybe two to three. So I'm going to finish the Secret Machines books. There will be more information, more to talk about. But I think it's it's just a really interesting thing to mention. I'm not aware of any other figures in the paranormal community that have released fiction and nonfiction 
both towards a singular purpose. We could argue that maybe Whitley Stryber, because he was a sci-fi author before he, be, he wrote Communion. Uh, I'm not entirely sure I believe his story. I don't believe in Travis Walton. Uh, Travis Walton's a <laughs> liar. Anyway, so... <laughs> Fun little, fun little uh, thing about this, about secret machines. Um, there was a story making the rounds last year about NASA hiring a group of theologians to study humanity's reaction to the knowledge of the existence of aliens. I got really excited about this at the time. A lot of our friends in the Fordian community were posting about it. Um, and then again, when I was reading Secret Machines, I noted a segment in the prologue. Thus, this project is designed to inspire nothing less than a cultural revolution in human consciousness. Once it has been accepted that alien contact is real, has occurred, and is occurring, then an overhaul of our religious, cultural, political, scientific, and military preconceptions is not only required, but is inevitable. Thought leaders in each of these fields are urged to re-examine what they already know and to reframe their knowledge in light of alien contact. To do otherwise is to whistle in the dark. God. That last line, one more time. To do otherwise is to whistle in the dark. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So beautiful. So cool. So cool. And this book, uh, this is from God's Man in War, an official secret machines investigation of the UFO phenomenon by Tom DeLong with Peter Lavenda. Uh, forward by Jacques Vallée. Forward by Jacques Vallée. I'll say that one more time. Forward by Jacques Vallée. If you don't know who Jacques Vallée is and you haven't listened to Blink-182, I don't know what the f*** you're doing here. Go Google Jacques Vallée. Go Google Blink-182 on your, your Spotify or your Apple Music, whatever you... How do you Google on... Okay. What? How do you Google on Spotify? You, you'll know. You just... One of those. You can Google <laughs> or you can Spotify. You can Google Spotify and then the thing you're looking for and it'll link you to the web player. I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. I'm not that far out of touch. Not, I am, apparently. I'm not totally out of touch. I didn't know you could do that. We're very old, you guys. Uh, look up Jacques Vallée. That is a person you should know about if you're listening to this show. Uh, and go listen to Blink-182. Because, again, if, you're, if we've reached this point in the show and you have not hit pause and gone to, to listen to Blink-182, I, I respect you and I love you and I'm grateful that you're here. But get your shit together. Get your shit together. Get your shit. Get it together. Take it to the shit store. Sell it. Wow. All right. So yeah, there was a story making the rounds last year about NASA hiring a group of theologians to study humanity's reaction to aliens. This was the first thing I thought of when I read this excerpt from Secret Machines, which is a part of the prologue, by the way. I'm not even into chapter one. That's in the prologue. Um, so I did some digging on this because headlines, sensationalization, it's everywhere, right? Yes. Everybody wants a story. Yes. Um, I've been talking for a long time. Do you have any thoughts, any takes? <laughs> You're teaching me. You're educating me. I like teaching. I mean, I've read these notes before, but yes, I, yeah. I mean, you're... Okay. I'm just saying though, like when when I get feedback on the show, people people really like hearing from you. So like if you what have you mean, a That's weird. No, they like to hear what you have to say. I say the same thing over and over, cool and awesome. Yeah. Well, okay, so how do you feel so far about Monsieur Delon? Uh, he's awesome. He always has been. Yeah. Um he was the, I mean, he's probably the inspiration for why I wanted a lip, a, like the snake bite lip ring for a while. I just chickened out. One Are night. you going to get it? No. 
would be hot. My mom signed off to get it when I was like 15. Oh, that's right. And then you chickened so out, right? And I chickened out and they called me. What did they tell me? Oh my God. Piercer <laughs> told me that I was, um, he told me straight up that I was, you know, you're, you're pussying out. And I said, I am. <laughs> I said, I am. Not a lot of mothers signed for their 15-year-olds to get piercings, and I was like, Oh no, the microphone fell down! Well, okay, but yeah, so Tom DeLonge contributed to that. Yes, that's cool. That's pretty I love, cool. I, I didn't that. know that. I love that. Because I'd heard that story about you bitching out on a piercing, but I didn't know uh, Moshe DeLonge had anything to do with it. Well, yeah, he just made the little snake, the little one little snake bite look really cool, and I just wanted to be pop punk like his band. Yeah, I'm with you there. <clears throat> Punkin, shut up, we're talking about Moshe DeLonge. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I did some research on this, the whole, you know. Obviously. Yeah, because like, okay, you can't just say that. Oh, NASA hired NASA hired theologians. Uh, that's what people were saying. Apparently the Joe Rogan podcast was the one that kind of blew this up initially. Uh, gross. I'm not here to fling mud. Nope, I don't want to talk about it. But get gross. your news from elsewhere. About I don't talk about uh, so here's what actually happened, and this is from PolitiFact, the website PolitiFact. Uh, NASA did not exactly hire a group of theologians to study this uh, phenomena or this hypothetical phenomena. NASA awarded a grant in 2015. By the way, this story blew up last year in 2021. In 2015, I, was say, I remember like hearing like a whisper. I yeah. feel like of of what was going on, but not. Yeah. It was never out in the front that Tom DeLonge had anything to do with this. No. Oh, Tom DeLonge has nothing to do with this particular item. Oh. Uh, this is corroboration. Yeah. Um, in 2015, NASA awarded a grant to a nonprofit theological institute to study astrobiology, which is research into the origins of life on Earth, specifically is what they were looking at, and the search for life beyond Earth, which included societal and theological implications if human beings at large became aware or were told, hey, extraterrestrial life exists. Wow. It was a part of this study in 2015, not last year. Mm -hmm. uh, those who worked on the project, who were hired by the Research Foundation, not NASA, because NASA just handed over the grant, um, included visiting scholars in theology, the humanities, and social scientists. They, uh, uh, they were not hired or employed by NASA. They were hired with NASA money. I think that's an important distinction. Okay. Um, but, 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 there are people looking into this, funded by NASA and working for NASA, and they have ties to the people doing the research. They also have had people, specifically as a part of NASA, looking into this. From the same PolitiFact article, this is a... Uh, this is a quote. A NASA spokesperson told the Associated Press that NASA has sought to address similar topics, including the, quote, potential societal impact of finding life beyond Earth, quote, since 1998. So while the headline is a little misleading, it's obviously sensationalized. Uh -huh. It's clickbait. Obviously. Uh, yeah. The implication behind it is still intact. It's still valid. Experts in the fields of aerospace and theology are concerned about the societal impact of widespread knowledge and acceptance of extraterrestrial life, which correlates perfectly to what Mr. DeLong wrote in this book. That was kind of a roundabout way of saying that Tom DeLong was right again. Dope. The whole time. The, the whole time. The whole time. Literally the whole time. And we haven't even we haven't even dug into the biggest piece of holy <laughs> Tom DeLong was right mm -hmm. yet. Uh, let's we'll take a step back. 
take a step back to 2017. Okay. What was going on in 2017? Oh, God. Um, I have no idea. That seems like 10 years ago. It really does. It really does seem like 10 years ago, but that was only, what, like seven, six years ago? Uh, Five and some change? Shit. Okay. Well, in 2017... A series of videos began making the rounds on the internet, on YouTube, on many of the Ooh, major... Oh, I do remember this. Yes. I yeah. do remember the leaks. Yes, the leaks, quote-unquote. Quote-unquote. Uh, they're now the, the infamous gimbal, go-fast, and tic-tac videos. Videos of UFOs, or UAPs, recorded by... And U.S. government. By the government. By the Navy. By the U.S. government. The U.S. Navy. And the Navy. Um... You find UFOs. That, like, these videos were released, and, and the Navy verified, yeah, we, uh, we shot these with our surveillance equipment. We don't know what they are. We have no fucking idea. Uh, mm-hmm. We filmed them. And what's interesting about them is, like, you even get to hear audio reactions of the uh, military personnel who recorded them. And they're all shocked. And they're shocked. They're shocked as shit. You even mm-hmm. hear one of them saying, I don't know what that is, but it's not one of ours or something mm-hmm. something to that effect. Um, you know, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time summarizing these videos because, you know, you can just go look them up and watch them. Like, I will say I didn't know Tom DeLonge had anything to do with the release of these videos when I right? first saw them. Like, I remember, I think I remember seeing them on Twitter, like on like one of those like conspiracy theory Twitters that, that just post, um, you know, kind of batshit quotation you know quote unquote <laughs> bat shit here's a video videos. of a demon coming and, out of someone's butt those kind of pages just, right damn that's compelling it's convincing it's yeah. it's scary it's everything because i mean there it is from our own u.s government from our own government, from our own government yeah. admitting they don't know what it is they they have no idea and they're also i mean they sound like i said shocked shocked bewildered shocked if you haven't seen the gimbal go fast and tic-tac videos uh again pause this go watch it right now because they are they are some of the if not the most significant pieces of evidence uh Mm -hmm. regarding the ufo uap phenomena ever uh and it's proof from our own government you know what i mean if if we want to i mean we do believe stuff about roswell and that's you know government we should uh, really probably do an episode on Roswell. Like, you know, uh, stuff being hiv- hidden by the government that the government knew about. And, and Area yes. 51, here's your proof. This is from the government. This is yes. factual, true video evidence, I guess, yes. of, of UAPs. And look, okay, a lot of people don't trust the government. Very true. That's fine. I would say some people who are interested in the paranormal are also probably pretty interested in conspiracy. I would agree. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's not It's not a hard segue. It's not. Um, but here's the thing. Like, <clears throat> if a community of researchers and podcasters and investigators and filmmakers have four decades been saying there is something strange going on in our skies that we can't identify, and the government finally, finally, in 2021 says, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> At least we can all be yeah. on the same page about that. You don't have yes. to trust the government or be a be a you know nationalist uh, to go. Wow. Okay. So now everybody is saying the same thing. There's something to that. Uh, in 2021, the Senate Intelligence Report on UAPs was released. Um, you've probably read it by now. If you haven't, 
go do that. There's a lot of there's a lot of background material for this episode. Yeah, there is. But it's important. It's fucking important. Uh, this was the first time in our history, as a nation, probably as a, as a planet, that and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but where uh, uh, one of the major world powers got together and said, "Hey, there's in the sky, and we don't know what it is. We mm-hmm. have no idea." Out of a hundred and some incidents that they analyzed, they could only debunk one of them as being a balloon. The rest, they have no idea. So we've reached a point where the U.S. military, the U.S. government admits UFOs are a thing and we don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. We would not be at this point without Tom DeLong and the To The Stars Academy. Absolutely. I think I, I, I very much agree with you. Yes. I think your your passion for this topic has definitely kind of convinced not convinced me, but like uh, enlightened me. Thank you. I kind of rambled a little bit, but this is this is an excerpt from the To the Stars website. In December of 2017, the company made history by leveraging our team's access to become the very first company to obtain U.S. government footage of unidentified aerial phenomena that had gone through the declassification process and approved for public release. The analysis by our best-in-class experts helped to drastically change the conversation about UAPs from a fringe topic to a credible and serious subject matter, attracting headlines from the mainstream media outlets around the world, including the New York Times, Washington Post, Politico, ABC, NBC, Fox News, BBC, Scientific American, NPR, and CNN. Our team of experts were invited to give briefings to the U.S. government and its highest levels of policymakers on Capitol Hill, as documented on our series Unidentified. And by the end of 2020, the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence had approved and enacted an official UAP task force that would report their findings to the public. And then in 2021, we got the Senate Intelligence Report. Mm-hmm. 100% we would not be where we are without Tom Dillon and to the stars. I'll put money on that. I'll put... I don't have a lot of money, you guys. But I'll put whatever I got on that fact. Love it. Uh, Nick Pope. Said Nick Pope in 2021. He is another very important... <gasps> Sorry. It's okay. We have cats. Okay. Uh, Nick Pope. Have you heard of Nick Pope? No. Okay. Well, Nick Pope is a very important uh, UFO, UAP person. He used uh, used to work for the British Ministry of Defense. He spent the early 1990s investigating UFO slash UAP sightings for them. And he said, I'm confident that 2022 is going to be a seismic year for UFOs. I hope so. Yeah. Give me give me everything. Nick I Pope, want it all. Nick Pope sort of looks like Dr. Fauci, if you'd like a point of reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm confident that 2022 is going to be a seismic year for UFOs. Um, the Pentagon, as we mentioned earlier, has a new office set up devoted to the purpose of tracking UFO slash UAP sightings uh, founded since June of 2021. The point is that due directly, indirectly and specifically directly because of Monsieur Delon and his board of advisors, because of the To The Stars Academy, we know much more about UFOs slash UAPs than we did. And we have great evidence. Great Like evidence. beautiful evidence. Like what else do you want? Like when I hear people ask the question now, do you believe in UFOs? I get so fucking pissed. Same. I'm just like, like uh, what more evidence do you want? What's wrong with you? Do you want to see a tall gray in person? Do you want to be 
yeah. you know, abducted and probed. Do you, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you That's really? Not. Do you want to really? wanna pull a Barney um, Betty Hill? If you want to, if you want to be a George Adamski, you can try. If you want to be an Antonio Vitas boss, you can, but it's going to suck. <laughs> and f*** you. Like, it's not a question of belief. Do you believe in the ocean? Do you believe in photosynthesis? Do you believe in clouds? I mean, f*** you. Like, there's no, it's not a question. It's, and it's, you mentioned the ocean, and it's always so funny when people are like, oh, there's so much we haven't explored in the ocean. We've explored all of the, you know, space, and we, we know all the planets. And I'm just like, no, yeah. there's still. No, we have no idea. We have no idea what's going on up there. I mean, <laughs> we, we, we know where the planets are, but we don't know any, uh, no, no. No, we don't know anything. We don't, we don't know, know anything. Anything. <laughs> we have no idea how. We have pictures a, of the planets. That's great. From Elon's a great Elon's got distance. some satellites up there. So does NASA, you know, <laughs> but no. Hey, hats off to Elon for giving internet to uh, Ukraine. Very, very. Yeah. We won't talk, we don't talk current events on this show, but hats off to Elon for that. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm always just like, I mean, no, space is still just as undiscovered, I think, as the ocean. Probably, so. yes, the ocean. I mean, probably the ocean. I mean, we don't know what's down there. But, we have no idea. But, but with space, we're talking about infinite numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, at least with the ocean, with the bottom of the ocean, we're talking about a finite amount of space. Like, mm -hmm. we may not know exactly how many square so like, yes, inches exist, exist on planet yes, Earth. Yes, they're out there. Yeah. We get glimpses of them, but... But we know um, it's there. We know, I mean, how do you think we have the technology we do now in only 20 years? Yeah. Wow. Because the U.S. government knows about it. And has Can you been imagine? Using that their intelligence to progress progress wait wait are you saying that the government has alien technology are you assuming are you honestly believing they don't i mean you've said yourself Ooh. that you do truly believe that the government was at roswell and had something to do with like, oh yeah moving, roswell moving. was legit so okay so if they if they had broke pieces of a broken uh, you know alien spaceship ufo uap you're gonna tell me they didn't you know, immediately try to hide that and take that into their knowledge and learn from it. What's, it's, what, what material were they using to build the ship? What were they doing to, to pilot the ship to, to get it moving? Absolutely. Well, that's the whole question about Roswell. What was it made of? Where did it come from? Exactly. And it's also the only time in our history prior to the Senate intelligence report in 2021 where the government said, Hey, we found a thing and we don't know what the f it is. Exactly. But you're, t I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, but you know that Transformer movie where they like have the, you find out the whole time that the little like spark cube thing yeah. has been helping our, our, you got the, you got the planes in the like aerospace and... museum, but they're just old Transformers that need a, a charge on their batteries. Like, I, I forget what the hell it's called, but the little spark cube, they have the spark cube the, the whole time, cube. the whole time they had this piece of machinery that was I able to help them develop us. technology, develop weapons, develop all of start this. Start that over, start that over. Do what? All Spark Cube made of. I talked over you. I want that whole spiel. I don't remember what I said. The I didn't even know it was the All Spark. I was saying Spark Cube. Mm -hmm. What were you saying about the Spark Cube? I'm just saying in the movie, the Spark Cube is is how they used. Uh, they they taught themselves. I don't know. I don't remember what I said. Now you can't put me on the spot like that. I'm it up. I'm no, it's okay. I'm just like that's how the movie goes, and I'm. Not, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's a stretch. Like it's. I could believe it. I could believe that the government has a piece of technology or just remainder of a ship from, from the 40s, from, from Roswell, that they've just kept and studied over the years and helped it, used it to help to develop current technology and, and information. So let's take another left turn. Um, I think we've done a full, a full 180, 360. I don't know what I'm talking point. about. I don't even know what I just said. No, no, no. I'm right here with you. Bob Lazar. 
Okay. Are you are you here for Bob Lazar? I are you am, saying yes. That? yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I am. This is the official position of Hey Strangeness as a brand, as an entity, as a podcast. As everything. As as anything, anything as and everything. As an elder being uh, <laughs> from the unknowable depths of infinite space. Uh, we're here for Bob Lazar. Absolutely. We, we believe him. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not saying that necessarily everything, and you can disagree with me on this, necessarily everything that Bob Lazar said is factually accurate because I do believe in misinformation. I do believe the government misleads people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. We just know that in general. So maybe not everything that he saw is as it is in reality, but he's telling the truth. Is as it was. Is as it was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So if you have followed Monsieur Delong's career with any interest, a lot of this is probably not surprising to you. I feel like it all starts with Blink-182, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, again, well, and it like should. I said, like a, it, and it, yeah, I agree, it should. Um, but because I'm just he, glad he's getting some more notoriety and attention and credibility for his, for what he's done um, for the, for the alien right. and UAP and UFO community. Because he was right. Because he was right. Right this whole time. Mm-hmm. 2014, he took a step back and said, hey guys, aliens are a thing. I wrote a song about it in 1999. <laughs> FYI. I'm going to prove it to you. And a lot of people, he got a lot of flack. Just like any anybody that steps into the community. I think that mostly has to do again with, with Blink-182 because Blink-182 was seen as like this dick jokes pop punk band that sure. was on MTV and American Pie and naked in, in, in their music videos as a, as a gag. You know what I mean? It, they were not uh, serious people. What's my age again? What's my age in again? terms of like, um, I think what people would site is credible they were you know potheads they were stoner i, sure. I don't know that actually skateboarders you surfers, know those stoner sure, vibes those sure. stoner vibes where people were kind of just like when they yeah. i think when it first started being talked about um how tom DeLong was connected to this like what tom DeLong? that guy that guy if if you have followed monsieur DeLong's career with any interest mm-hmm. a lot of this is probably not surprising to anyone listening you know yeah uh and, and I occasionally will run into someone who didn't know that the guy from Blink-182 is now an important figure in the UFO slash UAP community. Samesies. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Uh, but most people I run into at least seem to be kind of like tertiarily aware of it. Like, oh yeah, I think I saw something on the news about that. You know? Like, at least in my experience. Yeah. Could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Um, and Tom has done a, a lot of interviews. He's not shy. He will. He, he talks to reporters. Um, and with a few very interesting interviews published last year, which I began to make notes on when I was doing research for this episode. Um, but you know what? I, I, I just decided, you know what? F*** it. F*** old interviews. F*** other interviewers' questions. <laughs> I decided to crank this investigation up to the next level. Why not ask the man himself, Monsieur Delon, why not ask the man himself the questions the people want answers to, instead of just reciting quotes from other interviews? I contacted the press and media team of the To The Stars Academy to request an interview with Tom, um, pretentiously citing some of the big name... 
paranormal people, quote unquote, that I've interviewed recently. Um, and providing links to samples of my work mm-hmm. with both Hey Strangeness and Paranormality Magazine. So hot of you. Uh, oh, thanks. You, you like that? I did. Stop. That's pretty cool. No, Hold stop. my hand. Hold my hand. No. Let's just hold hands. No. Okay. Um, and I actually got a response same day. Uh, same day I submitted the inquiry, which basically boiled down to, uh, we'll ask him and get back to you if he's interested. That was basically what Which I think would be really cool. Yes. Really cool for him to kind of dip into the, the niche community that that doesn't get a lot of, of you know, yes. big attention, I guess. Because that's 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 something that I think is super important. All of all of the podcasters, documentarians, writers, researchers, movers, which is really what I, I was trying to think while doing notes for this episode, what do you define? Monsieur DeLong as he's a mover. He's a mover in the paranormal community. Mm-hmm. He's getting done. Mm-hmm. Um, no one, no one will ever convince me that we are where we are without the Tic Tac, Gimbal, and Go Fast videos. No one will ever convince me that we would have gotten those when we did without Monsieur DeLong's involvement. Thank God for Tom DeLong. Yep. And that's the name of this episode. Thank God for Tom DeLong. Absolutely. Thank God for Tom DeLong. Absolutely. Not only has he written some of the seminal musical pieces of my generation. Again, What's My Age Again is one of the best songs ever written. I don't care who you are. If I you think my, song, my favorite song is Feeling This. Person. Feeling This Feeling is really this. good. Yeah, it gets me going in the morning. It's a good, like, um, it's just a good starter song. It's on my playlist because yeah. I love it. Miss You is a brilliant I miss you, song. Yeah. Hello Adam there. Adam's song. Oh my god. The angel from my nightmare. Shadow in the background of the Where war. are you? The unsuspecting and I'm so victim. sorry. Of darkness in the valley. <laughs> we can live like Jack and Sally if you want. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. And then Angels and Airwaves. Like, you're talking about music that just... When I first heard it, it hit exactly where I was in life. Existential. That's so cool. Uh, poetic. Uh, hard to define. Hard to fit in a category. I mm-hmm. was in my, my, I guess, late high school years to early 20s mm-hmm. when, when Monsieur DeLong was really active with... Angels and Airways. Angels and Airways. And he still is. Still is. Uh, just beautiful music. Wonderful stuff. If you are a person who is invested, who is interested in the paranormal and unsolved, and you have not done reading into Tom DeLonge and To The Stars Academy's work over the last few years, you are missing out. You are doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. You are in gym class doing one push-up for every three. Don't miss out. Don't cheat yourself. Look into this stuff. Ah, because he's, he's been right. He's already been right. Like He was right all along. All right along. all along. One of the interviews I read from 2021 uh, said that, or he said... I've been interested in this UFO, UAP stuff the whole time. Uh, My musical career has provided, and I'm paraphrasing, but his musical career provided a vehicle, a segue, through which he could further invest in. And again, when he started out with Blink-182, he was very, like, punk, Southern California. He was a high school kid. Yeah, he was a high school kid. So, like, I, I can appreciate that he came from that and was able to, again, lend credibility to himself. 
Yeah. That's so He was so in high cool. school when he started this band. One of the bands of our generation. Absolutely. I will die on this hill. Uh, just wonderful, beautiful music got me through... You know, in conjunction with all the other stuff that teenagers do. Uh, some of the most confusing and tumultuous points of my teenage years. That's beautiful as fuck. I think it is too. I think it is too. The man is a good poet. Mm-hmm. All honor to Tom DeLong. Thank God for Tom DeLong. Thank God. All honor to House DeLong. Its ascendants, its descendants, its scions and preceptors. All honor to House DeLong forever and ever. Forever. Amen. Amen. Uh, So whether you're a fan of his music, a proponent of his UFO research, a fan of his writing, uh, or a combination thereof, which we are all of the above right now. Mm -hmm. We are are here for Tom DeLonge. Uh, He's a very interesting individual. He's a very interesting guy. And I personally believe, as we said, that the state of UFO slash UAP disclosure, and more importantly, more importantly than disclosure, acceptance. Yep acceptance of this phenomena as a legitimate event uh, a legitimate recurring event in our society would not be possible at this point without the work that Tom DeLonge and To The Stars have done uh, I'll die on this hill 100% here for it I love you Oh, I love you too your passion is just really um, amazing <sighs> I, I again I knew tertiary information about some of the stuff and you kind of again enlighten enlightening me was was really cool i mean he put he put everything on the line i kind of you know i knew it was connected to tom DeLong, but i kind of like okay that's cool like yeah that's cool but i never kind of saw it as deep as 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 you kind of explained it and that's really beautiful i mean you're you're talking about a guy who was stable had a very successful career Mm -hmm. could have banked on the music thing for the rest of his natural life Mm -hmm. Uh, or could have, you know, hired a couple of investors and just lived off of residuals from Blink-182. And he took a step back and he said, no, I believe in something bigger. I'm going to put my resources, my clout, my leverage, my money into something bigger because I believe that there is something happening that people need to be aware of. Yep. That people should know about and and (sighs) accept. Yes. Uh, uh, if I'm going to think of a historical equivalent to Monsieur Delong, Tom Slick. Okay. Tom Slick. Got it. Yeah. You're talking about another wealthy individual who had a lot of clout in his day. And used that to further knowledge. Used it to further knowledge of the unsolved, of the unidentified. Yeah. I, I very regularly feel a sense of regret that we don't have a modern day Tom Slick. And then... I start looking into the work of Tom DeLong. They're both named Tom. Wow. They're say both it, named say Tom. It, say, it, say it. Say what? Say it. Synchronicity. <laughs> and then I look into the work of Tom DeLong and I go, oh, wow. We kind of do. We kind of do. We have a person who has a lot of public recognition, uh, pop culture recognition, artistic recognition. And now scientific recognition with all the people that he has brought in to run the To The Stars Academy. You're talking about a guy who is very significant, very important to where we are. And I I could probably sit here and preach the gospel of Tom DeLonge. Oh, I'm sure you could. Until two in the morning. Sure you could. I'm sure you could. Um, There's a very good chance we'll do a follow-up episode once I'm done reading all the Secret Machines books. And after Monsters of California comes out next year. If I get another response from his media team and I get an interview with him 
Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about that immediately. But in the meantime, if you have any kind of an interest in the UFO UAP phenomena, look into To the Stars, look into Tom DeLong, look into what they have been doing and what they are doing today. Because you're praise mis- him. Praise him. Praise him. <laughs> oh, oh, that was uh, Doctor Who, right? I think so. It was just like, praise him. I think so. You've watched more episodes than I Praise the great eternity for Tom DeLong. I think so. Praise the coming and the going of him. Praise his Is that where you got it from? And his words. Because I know you say that a lot sometimes when you're talking about... That's from Dune. Oh, okay. That's right. Bless that's the right. maker that's and right. his I'm water. Sorry. Bless the coming and the going that's of like, him. I know you got it from somewhere because you repeat May his it. passage cleanse the earth. May he keep the earth for his people. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, all honor to Tom DeLonge. Again, I'll just say that one more time. Um, I think that's all I've got, Sarah. Do you have anything else? No, again, I'm, I'm just happy that you have, um, enlightened me. I loved it. Thank you. I, I enjoyed it. I'm so happy to like bring this information, get it out of my brain. My name is Aaron. And I'm Sarah. And you can catch us every day on Instagram, uh, once a week for new episodes of Strange Conversations, once every few weeks for new episodes of Hey Strangeness, which is what we're doing right now. Uh, I'm friends with Seth Breedlove now. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just think people should know that. Okay. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.